What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Knowledge Boner Experience. It is Monday morning, and uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I'm feeling I'm feeling a little tired. He's up at at 4 a.m. Wally's used to this this crap. Got Wally here. What's up, man? Anything I'm used to. Yeah, I am used to this crap. But I remember I just came from an I just came from an event this weekend. Like ran myself ragged. Was up to like one two in the morning every day of the weekend. I still got up at 4 a.m. fresh over the weekend. Just so you guys know. Hashtag dedication. <laughs> yeah i mean i ran off of uh you know I, I couldn't go sleep early last night so i got a good five hours 20 minutes alarm went off at 4 a.m popped up went to the went to the gym got my um you know audio in listening to some ebooks or not ebooks audio books should i say and you know here we are already up for four hours and uh, you know hopping on here to get some value to the audience for this awesome podcast so Hopefully, some people are ready for some knowledge boner action. So today, uh, we're talking about uh, knowing your skill set, right? Some people here listening to this, no matter what you're doing, you, you may not realize that you have a specific skill set that you could possibly even monetize on. So mm-hmm. I'm going to let Wally kind of uh, take it off and, and explain what exactly it is that we know about that. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a perfect example is, you know, I, I just onboarded somebody onto my team last couple of days here. So, so guys, you might be hearing about a new person, which is pretty exciting for me on my end. Um, Cause I haven't onboarded anybody in a while because, you know, I, you know, hundred percent transparency is, you know, I was lacking in some leadership skills. I really burned some people that were on my team before. So I really was working on that and kind of developed myself. So it's really interesting to onboard somebody, but basically, so you know, during this process with her, it really spawned the idea for the conversation because, you know, I was, I was sitting there and we were, you know, we did a basic skills assessment, right? So, you know, typically when you work a job or anything like that, like they, they do a skills assessment of some kind where they'll ask you your experience and all that stuff, right? Which is kind of weird um, whenever that applies to entrepreneurship because, you know, basically what I did with her is we got on a whiteboard and I said, okay, like, you know, let's assess your skill set. So we talk about all the major things you need in business, right? You need, you need to know sales, like customer service, graphic design, website design, SEO, you know, all the things that are kind of relevant to our particular industry, right? Um, so it's funny, we went through the whole process on the whiteboard. And, uh, and so we go through, you know, we go zero out of 10. I'm not going to tell you what, how, how she did or anything like that. But the most important thing is, is, you know, one thing that she said about graphic design was like, oh man, I'm not a creative person at all. She's like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what to do, right? I was like, she's like, I'm not creative. And then, you know, funny enough, we, we get to dig in with her a little bit. We talk to her and, uh, and we find out that, that she used to, she used to freaking do role plays on a website. You know, she writes short stories and, you know, writes in her journal and stuff every day, does a lot of writing, a lot of drawing. And we're like, okay, so at what point did you decide that you're not creative? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Because somebody who writes short stories that does role plays, all those different things, they have a creative mind, right? It's a hundred percent. That's a fact. So, so why is it that you all of a sudden said that you're not creative if you do all these things, right? And then it was funny because she replied, she's like, you know, I never thought about it like that because, you know, in her mind, you know, creative means like, oh, you know, I'm sitting in an art room and I'm freaking hippie, like crazy out on the side. But, you know, the reality of it is, is she's a creative human, right? And so that, that's kind of where I want to start the conversation at the topic today because, because look, like, like there's things that you do on a daily basis that make you they give you skills. I mean, you, you, you 100% have skills. You just, and then I think the hard part for people is taking those skills and realizing how you can use them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, that, that makes sense. It's important. And, and I guess it comes out of everyone, um, everyone differently. I, I know, I know on our, our closing team, they were 
me and uh me and Joe who were on the gym last night, he was laughing because uh I had my I was I was crunching some numbers in my calculator and they developed a spreadsheet. I'm not a big spreadsheet person. I just like old school calculator on my phone. And I was like I was like, guys, do you realize that if we do XYZ we'll make, you know, this amount of money and then if we do this, we'll make that amount of money and I like had my calculator on showing it and then Jake's like we have, a, we have a spreadsheet for this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I don't care about spreadsheets. I like, I see it. And then Joey's like, he's like, it's so funny because your, your, your emerald side, analytical side always comes out only whenever it, it's the topic of money. Like, so I'll be analytical, but anything else on top of that, Wally, like, I don't, I don't ever care. It never comes out, <laughs> but I could, be, I could be like, you know, focused and, and on numbers and stuff when it comes to, you know, knowing the numbers of, of financially, right. That's when it, that's when that part of me actually comes out. So, Maybe, maybe it's just certain things like kind of trigger it, you know, like I know for me when it comes to absorbing information and like reading books, you make me read is something that I have zero interest in. Like, dude, I, I can't do it. Like, mm-hmm. I can't focus. But if it's something that excites me, like personal development and growth, um, you know, a topic where you're like, dude, like you got to read this. It, it covers this, this and this. I'll be like, oh, hell yeah. Like I can sit and focus and, and really bring it out of me, you know? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe that, you know, that, that, that could be it. And maybe a lot of it too is, is not only knowing the skill sets that you have, but knowing how to really, what kind of instances to pull it out of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree with that. And I think, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like that too, you guys. I mean, Dylan talks about it all the time. It's like, you know, my average, you know, normal things, I'm very analytical, very technical, you know, but sometimes, you know, the, the, the freaking sales side and abrupt and like mean part of me comes out. And Dylan makes a comment all the time. He's like, he's like, oh my gosh, where'd that come from? <laughs> and it's just certain topics and certain things that, that, that kind of pull it out of me. So I agree. So, so to kind of pivot on the topic, let's say, okay, let's say, you know, you're somebody that you have a default channel, right? You know, where you, where you kind of operate, but you do have, you know, certain sides of you that, that, you know, that for lack of a better term, you know, like situations bring it out of you, right? You know, how do you become aware of that kind of stuff, Dylan? Like, how do, how do you become aware of actually what your what your wide range of skill sets actually is? Uh, well, I think first and foremost is is just being aware of what it is that you do. I, I know we had this case uh, come up with a, a recent client where um, we noticed just kind of a key trend of, of who he was talking to and networking, the type of stuff he was doing on the side with them. And, you know, he – you and I both know, you know, his, his passion was more like coaching for like career stuff mm-hmm. and, you know, which is cool, but you know, over, over time, you know, he had people coming to him for, for something different and he was already doing something different for them. And, and he just didn't realize that he had that kind of like creative side of, of helping them in a different way, you know, that was outside of career yep. until we brought it to his attention. We're just like, wait a second. Why, if you have people coming to you and asking you for this and you're doing this on the side, why are you not focusing on that skill set? Like you already have the skill, people are already wanting it. And, you know, you seem like you, you I'm like, do you like doing that? And then he thought about it and he's like, well, oh, actually, yeah, yeah, I do. I'm like, okay. I think, I think just some people just have to have that realization of what it is. So um, let's give them something actionable. So like first and foremost, let's kind of talk in, you know, you, you, you just onboarded someone onto your team. What's what's kind of the same drill that everyone listening can do that you made her do where they can just start rating themselves in categories from like zero to ten? Yeah, man. So it's super easy. I mean, and, and you know, in a job interview, everybody's had a job interview. They do the exact same thing, but they didn't do it exactly how I did it. So 
you know, I, I assess there's for her in particular, I just took it from the state, but I, I didn't try to put her in a job. Right. Like I didn't, I didn't, like, I didn't walk into it and say, okay, like I need you to do this. So I want you to do this. Right. No, no, no. I, I want, I want to, I wanted to get a, a fair assessment of what actually it is that you do like overall, like, Hey, like, what are you good at overall? Because that allows me to fit you in the right spot instead of me trying to put you on. Right. Don't put baby. Strengths in, and weaknesses. Yeah. yeah. Don't put baby in a corner. Right. <laughs> No, yeah. <laughs> don't put him in the wrong corner. Now, so what I did with her in particular is I literally laid out on the board, like, you know, all the things that are relevant to a business, everything, like, like literally everything, right? So we have, you have sales, you have marketing, you have customer service, you have, you know, graphic design, you have SEO, you have website development, you have administrative tasks, right? You have, um, um, that's like the major seven categories that, that really encompass the, like the crux of a business, you know what I mean? And then operations, the last one like being able to organize and kind of do uh, put everybody together. So, so basically what I did is I, I took a whiteboard and I literally wrote all these things out on the board. And then we went by item by item and we're like, Hey, so, um, you know, on the operation, have you run a team before? You know, ha have you ever worked with people? Have you hired people before? Have you fired them? Like, like what, what, you know, have you worked on a big team before? That's just one example, like on customer service, like, Hey, you know, we found out that she was a waiter. So it's okay. You're really good at customer service because how much money do you make as a waiter? You know what I mean? Right. It's kind of, mm -hmm. So, so basically what we did is we, we took each of these items on the board and we said, okay, like how does my, how does your experience relate to the skill sets that are involved in each particular area? Right. And so that's really easy and actual for anybody to do. You just, I mean, and it, it's self-assessment, right? You gotta be, you gotta be really honest with yourself. You gotta be, you gotta be at a point where, where you're okay saying that I'm bad at something, right? Like she, no marketing experience, no sales experience. And I technically she had a little sales experience because she was used to like upselling people as a waiter, right? But it's not like she'd ever did door-to-door -door sales or cold calling. So, yeah, I will, she has say, a little I will say I've seen, you know, especially in the waiting industry, there's, there's usually the two types because some people go into it and they're really good or they're not. And what I mean by that is there are some waiters and waitresses um, that are just like beast salesmen. I know a guy that I used to work with at the dealership. And uh, when he was a waiter, like, I mean, he just he crushed everybody. Like he was just so damn good at selling people on, you know, what, what the, the best meal of the day is, that's going to be most profitable for the restaurant as well as like, you know, increase the tab, mm -hmm. uh, just, just, just really good at, at like sales. Right. And then, so it's a good thing that you asked for that because, you know, some people, even if you are a waiter or waitress, right, you might actually not really get good tips and it may not be that you're just bad at selling your customer service could just suck. Mm -hmm. Right. So if your customer service sucks, that, that affects you. So it's really kind of knowing what it is that you may not be aware of that you do um, to, to actually have those skills. So some people may assume that, okay, I'm just a waiter, waitress. Like I'm not good at sales. That's not necessarily true. You, you could have, you could have sales skills. Yep. Um, and that's where the kind of just being aware of it comes out. But and, yeah, yeah. Continue. I just wanted to throw that out there. No, no, that's a, that's a good insight right there. Cause it, cause it, it absolutely is relevant, right? That that's what we did is like, okay. Like, so like, I didn't like, instead of, instead of us like going in and, and trying to pick the things that she did, right. We just, we just asked her the questions and allowed her to talk. And that actually gave us a fair assessment of her, her, her abilities, right? Because mm -hmm. it's like, well, we found, like, for example, we found out, okay, like, you know, we were like, okay, can you do any graphic design? Are you creative at all, right? And she was like, no, I'm not creative at all. Like, I thought, you know, I hate it. I don't know. I freeze up. And, and then we're like, okay, well, hold on here. So, like, if you, like, like, tell me a little about what you do. Like, have you done any writing or anything like that? And then as she thought about it, she was like, oh, yeah, you know, I get on these websites sometimes and I've done some role plays and I do some short story writing as a kid. And, you know, I do blog writing on the side and, and, you know, I kind of have an eye for, for designs and stuff. We're like, okay, so you're telling us you're not creative. 
uh, what a lie. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what are what are website role plays? What do you mean by that? So so you know, for example, like some people, what they'll do is, it, for lack of a better term, it's like LARPing. You know what LARPing is? Yeah. So it's like that. It's like live action role playing and stuff on a website. So it's like you might hop on and pretend you're a wizard or some shit. Or, oh, or, okay. or something like that, right? <laughs> so, so yeah. So, like role playing on a website, like okay, you you're telling me that you if you play a character that you're not creative, okay, that's that's just not true. Like you have to be in a creative mindset to be able to put yourself in the shoes of another person and play another character and that kind of stuff, right? So we're like, okay, like you're actually creative and you could probably could do graphic design, but you just you just had a mental block for it for some reason, right? Mm-hmm. Like either way, well, you just couldn't assess yourself properly, but that's what we're here for, right? Yeah. So it's different things like that. So we went through we, I, this itemized list of stuff. And we like, you know, instead of when instead of us like letting her tell us exactly what it is, we started asking questions about her job experience and her life and, and the different things she experienced and that kind of stuff. And that actually gave us a true assessment of her ability. So we found out, hey, you actually are a bit creative and you can do some design and all these different things. Right. Whereas before, if we had just taken her word at face value, there's no way we'd have known that stuff. Mm-hmm. True. Okay. So, um, yeah. Lay, so that's that. Lay it out, rate yourself. So yep. For those listening, right? Like, just, just kind of, you know, write out what, you know, all the skills that you talked about. Kind of try to evaluate and rate yourself from zero to 10. And then what's next? And then, and then go, then reflect on your work experience, like all the stuff you've actually done in life, right? Like me in particular, you know, if, if, if I took myself a straight value, like I don't think I'm a good salesperson or whatever, but then I go back into my history. I'm like, okay, I, my, my dad was a mechanic. Right. So as you know, as when I was growing up, I used to sit and chill with him and watch him do boat sales all the time. I'd help him run the shop and like look at my mom do numbers and that kind of stuff. Right. Run to the bank with her. So, you know, I actually have a pretty good grasp of admin tasks and stuff. Right. But you wouldn't think about that because you're a kid. And so then another mm-hmm. thing is like my my parents owned a restaurant when I was like 14. So, you know, you, my customer service is amazing because my parents own the fucking place. So it's not like I could go off and have bad you know, customer service or anything, I couldn't piss people off because my parents own the place. It's not like I was an employee, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, you know, I worked in restaurants for a long time. And then, you know, fast forward a little bit, I actually, you know, I worked on a freaking oil rig. For I don't know, most people don't know that. I, you know, I worked on an oil rig for like three months. And so I got some, some, you know, I got some good, you know, manual labor type stuff. And that's not sales, but that is, that is, you know, that's working with a team, right? Teamwork, team building, that kind of stuff. And then after that, you know, I worked on it. I worked as a caterer. For almost two years so you know i passed hors d'oeuvres and you know upsold people and used to work a bar and all kinds of stuff right and then if you just go through your own work experience you're going to realize oh shit i actually have some fucking skills you know what i mean mm-hmm. like the biggest one like i say i used to say all the time that i'm bad at sales but you know my job when i worked at a, in the er at a hospital was hey um not only did I check you at the beginning, that's admin tasks, right? Like doing paperwork and that kind of stuff. But in the back, I was a collections guy. So, you know, I, you know, on the worst day of your life in the ER, I got to go in there and be like, hey, man, like you owe me 2000 bucks. Would you like to pay that by cash or credit, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a rough, that's, a, that's a rough sales position. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a rough one. It's like, you, I mean, you're pretty much up for 95% rejection. But in the 5%, you do get some. It's almost as bad as cold calling and door-to-door sales, you know? Yeah. That's true. So it's like stuff like that. It's like, you know, you don't realize that you have those kinds of skills and skill sets, but, but after you really like take a, you take a really freaking hard look at yourself and like, look at the things you've done. You, you got some skills, you know? Mm. 
Okay. So we, we go through the self-assessment. I think another good one too, uh, for those, if you're really struggling with it, just to kind of get a better one is to ask somebody that that's close to you or that works with you. Um, you know, put what you think you are zero to 10 and then ask somebody that knows you what they think you are in those categories, just so you can get some outside feedback. Cause you, you know, that, that's kind of when you'd, you'd probably be surprised when someone else is like, well, no, dude, like you're, you're pretty good at sales or actually, you know, you're really creative because of, of this, this, and this, and, you know, you did this task for me this one day and, and you did a really solid job. Right. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's good to, to rate yourself from a zero to 10 and then have somebody else rate you from a zero to 10 and just kind of see, see what they come up in contrast to what you have come up with to help mm-hmm. you just kind of make a better, you know, better educated decision. Um, yep. So then once you, okay, so how can they apply this? Once you kind of know what your skill sets are, then, and then you have a good, good rating understanding, you know, what's mm-hmm. next. So there's, there's, I mean, there's two ways you can take it now. Okay. There's a, so now you know your strengths and weaknesses based on this chart, right? So then you look at your role or whatever it is. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're running a business, right, you got to look and see like, you know, what's most important to you. Right. So for example, like if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a solopreneur right now and you don't, and, and you're bad at sales and you did a self-assessment, you realize, oh shit, I'm bad at sales. Okay. What's the most important thing in business, Dylan? <laughs> Sales. <laughs> okay, there you go. So you know what you know exactly what you need to fucking focus on, <laughs> right? So so that, it's things like that. So once you like figure out your assessments, like, and then you then you can kind of figure out, okay, like like what's most important to me? What's the most important metric as an entrepreneur that's going to allow me to move forward, right? And I don't believe in this whole like lean to your strengths, you know, and then you know like fuck your weaknesses kind of thing. I, I totally believe that, that you as a solopreneur, you have to be well-rounded across the board. You got to know mm-hmm. customer service. You got to know marketing. You got to know sales. You got to do all these things. Now, once you start getting a team of people, then you can kind of start shifting around some of the responsibilities, right? But it, right, if right now you're, you're by yourself, like you got you to gotta work on yourself. You got to work on your strengths and your weaknesses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You got to at least, at least be able to know just enough. Right. You don't have to be an expert in the other categories that you're weak in, but you have to know just enough to be able to get by to where you gotta be, yeah, you gotta be decent. You gotta be decent. You don't have to be the best, but you gotta but you gotta get to a point where you're starting to be proficient. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to be the best salesperson in the room, but you gotta know sales, right? What what's what's our formula for making money, Dylan? <laughs> Leads plus closing equals sales. And without sales, you have no business. You have nothing. Exactly. Zero zilch. But yeah, guys, good rule of thumb is, is like, just think about it. Like you want to, you want to master the other, okay. Yeah. I shouldn't say the word master. You want to be good enough in the other categories to where if, if you lost everything, like your whole team and everything you had to start over from ground level that you could, you could be proficient enough to build again in those other categories without somebody else. So like, you're not going to be a rock star at, uh, you know, Facebook ads, right? I'm not a rock star at Facebook ads or anything, but I know that if I had to, I can, I could go and I can run an ad myself. I'd, I'd know what to do. Right. I'm not, you know, we, we're, our team, we're on, you know, um, people that do like spreadsheets and stuff. Like I hate spreadsheets with a passion, right? I'm not as fast as other people are with Excel. Like I'm just in there watching Jake was building, you know, doing all these formulas and stuff and like super quick. I'm just watching like, dude, how are you doing this so quickly? And they're just like, how do you not know how to do this this quickly? <laughs> and it's just like, I'm just like, I, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't get it, but it would take me longer. It would take me longer, but I can, I can do a spreadsheet. Yeah. Right? So like what, one example, one example that that's really good is there's, you know, there's Billy Jean, right? 
Billy Jean mm-hmm. talks about this in one of, in one of his podcasts uh, where he was where he was on the NFCEO podcast where he talks about look man he's like he's like I've done every fucking job in my business right so mm-hmm. whenever so whenever he bring, he onboards people and brings somebody on the team like it's not like he co- he's coming from a spot where he doesn't know how to lead them or how to tell them what to do no he's like no 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 I I've done that before I literally done every piece of my business before so that way whenever I bring somebody on, they may as they might as well. I mean, they may as well end up being better than me later in like a few months, right? But I know that that I know how to do it if they are not there or not. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So guys, you know, the the moral of the story is just be self-aware and know what your really know what your true skills are first. And, you know, use those to your strengths and then you know, brush up on your weaknesses enough to get by till you're ready to scale, then you can hire and have someone fill in the void of those weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's key. So when you're like, okay, well, what do I hire? How, how do I, what do I get people in? Well, what category is it that you're weak in? You know, what, what are you, who do you need to be able to fill the void of that weakness? Mm-hmm. Like that's key. That's, I mean, you can't grow or scale a business if you don't have those other categories, right? You have to have marketing, you have to have sales, you have to have operations, you have to have SEO, you have to have all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, you know, whenever it's time to, to focus. And I find what's interesting is when you talk to a lot of people and entrepreneurs, actually, I've, I've heard, I've heard one of two things. Okay. Whenever it comes to the first thing you should ever hire, I've heard some people say the first thing you should get is an assistant. And then I've heard some people say the first thing you should get is a bookkeeper. Now, which one is right and accurate? I have no clue. <laughs> the same but, person that's an assistant and your bookkeeper. Boom. Yeah, yeah, maybe they could do maybe they can just do both. <laughs> hire, hire, hire for both first. So I don't know if which one of those is true, but um I mean gosh, we we're kind of slacking in that category too. Hire we we, we should probably hire a damn bookkeeper soon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, hundred percent. No, you're right. I mean I'm I'm going to hundred percent. Yep. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So see guys, we we pivot and adapt live on a podcast like we know we we, we figure shit out too like there you go so now 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 if you guys see oh look look dylan and wally have a, a bookkeeper we we figured it out and said it on the podcast so <laughs> but yeah i i think i think this is very valuable uh to a lot of people maybe that you know maybe they just don't think that they have certain skills and and know that being self-aware is going to be important mm-hmm. and uh so you know I know Wally uh, has uploaded some really good videos as well in the Leads Closing Sales Vault recently, guys. So uh, if you haven't gone to leadsclosingsales.com, I highly recommend it and check out those videos. Really, really good uh, gold nuggets in the vault. And also we will be doing a lot of live streams this week in the Facebook group, as always. We try to get it done uh, to give value Monday through Friday. Our free Facebook group community, Leads Closing Sales. Just go to Facebook, type leadsclosingsales.com. Check out the Facebook group. Uh, hit us up on Instagram. Shoot us a DM. If there's any topics you guys would like covered for the podcast. And as always, you know, we do appreciate you guys. Uh, we've gotten a lot more um, favorites and subscribers to the podcast. So uh, thank you to those who have been doing that. And yeah, we appreciate those who have been spreading the word, showing their support, and uh, showing up in all the episodes. you have any last uh, remarks, Wally? Yes, one more. And guys, if you love the podcast, if you got value out of this episode, Remember, we just have one thing that we ask of you is any of your friends, anybody around you, if you see them get that light bulb moment and that aha, and you just see their eyes widen up and they're like, aha, you need to correct them. You need to say, no, that's a knowledge boner. That's right. Damn Skippy. 
There's no so. no ahas or light bulbs here, guys. Only only knowledge boner moments. <laughs> that's um, what the knowledge boner experience is all about. So that's what our ask is. That that that's the one thing. You know, obviously we, we do this podcast for free, and I tell people all the time, like, hey, like, like that's a knowledge boner. So that's what I ask of you. Is if you're gonna do that, if you if you like the podcast, please do that for us. And and then tell somebody, you know, tell them about it because obviously they're gonna be like, what the fuck's a knowledge boner? So. <laughs> so go ahead and tell them let them know and uh yeah that's really it for online that's i just had to make sure we get we we, we make sure the expectations are set you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love it all right guys we will see you guys on the next episode